Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. What up, what up? So glad to have you. Maggie and Perloff coming up later in this hour. Michael Lombardi, the former general manager, will join us to get the latest on all things quarterback carousel, coaching carousel, and more. Uh, but without further ado, the Grainers are ready. You're ready. <laughs> Let's go. Just win. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> I, I keep screwing up the line. What is uh, uh, against the grain? Yeah. What does Adrian say? You're the Rocky expert. Yeah, I, here. I'm terrible at remembering lines. Win. 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 Are we doing it now once an hour, once a segment? Can Win. we change the against the grain music to get a little bit of that Rocky Bells in there, too, moving forward? Okay. <laughs> yes. Get fired up. <laughs> All right, Maggie, you and I talked about it yesterday. The collective yawn of Sean Payton being hired in Denver is one of the most mystifying things to me. You're all crazy. This is, by 10 miles, the best move of the offseason. What other coach is going to win? Sean Payton is going into a perfect spot. I have 10 reasons here. Uh, I'm not oh. going to give you all 10. <laughs> 10. I'm not going to give you all 10. I could go on to 11 if I wanted to. Wow. Number one, Peyton's done it before. He took over. Nobody remembers this. In 2005, the Saints were 3-13. and 13. He got to the conference title game in his first year. I didn't remember that at all. They went on to lose to the Rex Grossman Bears, who got killed by the Colts. Won a Super Bowl in four years. And this thing that he only won one Super Bowl is because of Bounty Gate, Drew Brees' contract, and the refs screwing them over against the Rams in the AFC title game. Peyton is by far the most proven guy, much more so than Mike McCarthy. Not only this, listen to this number from The Athletic. From the years 2006 to 2021, Peyton averaged 392 yards a game. The Saints were by far the most prolific offense in that stretch, all the way through 2021. Never lost his fastball. Second in points at 27.7, only behind Brady. So that's okay. Anyway, he has proven it more than anyone that's been on the job market in a long time. That's the number one reason. I mean, you agree. Sean Payton is a great, great candidate. Absolutely. I mean, he was the number one guy. He would have been the number one available guy next year if he set out this cycle. Yeah, I think anyone believed that Sean Payton was going to be worth it. Okay. He is walking into a situation in Denver that is very underrated. They have so many injured players coming back. You have an all-pro left tackle, Garrett Bowles. You have a really, really good running back, Javante Williams. You love Javante Williams, Maggie. You could not stop talking about him. Yeah. Well, I'd probably a stretch. But. I think that was you, but yeah. <laughs> Tim, I loved him. I love him. I love number two wide receiver, Tim Patrick. So they don't have any salary cap space, and they have no draft picks. But they do have this army of injured players coming back. And even the guys who weren't out for the whole season were in and out. Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton. 
KJ Hamler. They have so many players coming back. It's going to be a completely different roster. Anybody could improve this team. Well, can I also mention, yeah. like, I don't know why the New Orleans Saints didn't ask for picks and a player. I, I don't think it, I don't know. Maybe. I, I don't know Saints, if I would have asked for something. The Saints can't pay anybody. Anybody with a contract, they cannot bring it. I know, but they have young guys. Why not ask for Williams? I know he's hurt, but, like, I don't know. I thought they were going to ask for picks and a player, but this is not Maggie's against the grain. This is Perloff's against oh, the yeah, grain. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, a running back with coming off an ACL, I'm not sure. Well, but you're saying that he's going to be the key to their offense yeah, next year. <laughs> yeah, but his, their <laughs> offense, not the Saints' offense. Got it. Number three, this one is where it gets controversial. Russell Wilson wasn't that bad. Do you buy it? Yeah, let me tell you why. I mean, that's your against the grain right there. He had to learn the offense in front of the entire country. Four of their first six games were prime time. Yeah. You remember it. It oh, was a yeah. nightmare. <laughs> How could I forget? It went terribly. Remember the, the field goal attempt week one against the Seahawks, that disaster against the Colts in overtime that still makes no sense how they lost that game 12-9 and outgained them by 300 yards. By the end of the season, Russ was cooking. Three out of his last five games had a rating over 100, which is unbelievable. Yeah, that's good. Torch Stu's Raiders lost the game because he uh, threw the ball away instead of going down on the sack, gave the Raiders the ball back. But anyway, that's besides the point. He got may, way, way better, got much healthier. And, you know, he was hurt all year. He had a hamstring, a shoulder, and a concussion. So he comes back healthy. Uh, number four, we're not going to belabor this. I don't care about the draft picks. And they only had to give away a late, late first round or the 29th pick and a second round pick. Those guys aren't going to help immediately. Number five, the other option's totally flawed. D'Amico Ryan's. Explain to Miko Ryan, a 38-year-old defensive coordinator is going to come in and fix a 34-year-old Russell Wilson? How is that supposed to work? That <laughs> well, made no sense to me. Yeah, he's a defensive player. I, I just wonder who was D'Amico Ryan's bringing as his offensive coordinator. Nobody is going to gain the respect of Russell Wilson like Sean Payton will. Ryan's and Wilson are the same age. They must have played together many against each other many yeah. times. That just didn't seem like a natural fit to me. I love D'Amico Ryan's in Houston. Uh, number seven and eight combined. Sean Payton is so cutthroat. People think he's a nice guy because he was on TV. Okay. He should not have gotten suspended for Bounty Gate. Right. But he did lead a team that had the most savage, vicious strategy that won them a Super Bowl. And I know that could be a negative, but I want a coach who will bend some corners like <laughs> Bill Belichick, yeah. like Sean Payton, both, both Bill Parcells acolytes. He's vicious. And I love that. He is not a coach who messes around. That's exactly what Russell Wilson needs. Someone to come in there and yell. Uh, two more things. He's going to bring with him Mike Thomas. Can't guard Mike. Saints desperate to get rid of that contract. They just redid it, but it's set up so they can trade him this offseason. Perfect security blanket for Russell Wilson. It's going to happen. If he plays. He's going to play. He was just <laughs> okay. he didn't want to be in New Orleans. And, and they're going to bring Taysom Hill, who is going to take away all the short yard carries from Russell Wilson. Save some, uh, save some wear and tear. Two more. Home field advantage. Denver. All three. Big-time Denver programs have the best home field advantage over the last 30 years. I yeah. saw that side. You cannot play in that altitude. So Sean Payton's going to get these easy wins. Even last year with Nathaniel Hackett, they were 4-4 four and four at home. They're 1-7 and seven on the road. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, here's where this is another against Green. I'm not scared of the AFC West, Maggie. Just not scared. Okay, why? It's and not the, the NFC Chiefs, East. The, the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. Chiefs are good. But you, <laughs> yeah, if you're Sean Payton and you're looking at the NFL landscape, you're scared of Brandon Staley and Josh McDaniels, the Raiders coach and the Chargers coach? No, you're not. You don't have the slightest fear. We overrated them last year. Are we going to do that again next year? Denver can move right up that division. They're going to beat the Raiders. The Raiders are a mess. 
Unless they get Aaron Rodgers. And then they're I think the Chargers dance. are about to take a, a step back. I know they got Kellen Moore. Sorry. And the Chiefs, the Chiefs are held together by super glue. Patrick Mahomes, I mean, can he stay healthy for a season? There's an opportunity in the AFC West. This is a, such a no-brainer. He's going to turn this around immediately, Maggie. They're going to be good next year. All right, say it. Not Super Bowl. I mean, you made the case. You just laid out 10 points. How does this not end with you predicting them they're going to be in the Super Bowl? This ends with their win totals at eight. I'm going the mortgage, all the money I have, if they go over eight wins. They are definitely a playoff team. and I'm not going to say Super Bowl, but Sean Payton makes them a playoff team, and he will, if he sticks with it, eventually get this team to the Super Bowl. I mean, he's a really good coach, and it's a really good situation. Tons of money. Great, great franchise history. Yep. Great home field advantage. This is perfect. And I, I don't know why are people not into this. So it's not that people aren't into it. I, I think there might be a, like a red flag or two if he wasn't getting along or there might have been some friction with ownership and they didn't even they haven't even started yet. Then I don't know if that report got debunked. It got debunked by Sean Payton himself. But was that a little like doth protest too much? I don't know. Um, the other part of it is there is a large part of the population that thinks that Russ is washed. And you brought up a good point that he had the passer rating of over 100 towards the end of the season. Maybe you just need a little more time to adjust. And those high-profile failures, I think, were really bad for this team. Early in the season. At the end of the year, they were 4 p.m. Eastern every week. Oh, yeah. I mean, Except I think they had a Christmas game where they got destroyed by the Rams. Yeah. But that was a weird one. The Baker Mayfield Rams, right? Yeah, that was not good. But that wasn't <laughs> Russ's fault, 51-14. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying, and I hear you. He's 34. I mean, the funny thing is, short quarterback, Drew Brees. The question is, will Russell Wilson listen to his coach? And I think he yeah. will because he's Sean Payton. I think he's going to really be dialed in in a way that he couldn't do. Hackett wanted to be his friend. He didn't want to be his coach. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I mean, Aaron Rodgers even was talking about Hackett. Mm. Like, he made it fun. He made it yes. like it wasn't a grind. It's like, well, I mean, didn't seem that fun in Denver. Um, I don't know how many like you know break dances you can do and like magic tricks you can pull out, but I think that probably gets old when you're one and seven. Oh right. Um, Wait. Now I know he was a break dance instructor at some point. Yeah. Was he pulling out break dances for the team? I mean, if you have a skill like that, don't you break it, break it out? It's, <laughs> no, no pun intended. I don't think people who know how to break ta- break dance can keep themselves from break dancing when the opportunity arises. That's probably true. But that gets to the point about Nathaniel Hackett. The bottom line, the most important thing about this win total. The bar is so low because of Nathaniel Hackett. Sean Payton just has to go out there and not royally screw up every day, and he's going to look like Vince Lombardi combined with Don Shula. <laughs> well, here's a, an interesting one in the chat from Simi. Russ didn't play any preseason games. Yes. I mean, that's going to have to change, right? Like, he's going to have to get, because if it's going to be a new offense, yeah. he's going to have to have a little bit more, you know, reps and yeah, playing in the preseason. Good and, point. Or, or maybe not, but... It would seem like they might have to. And Peyton, is, isn't he famous for precision? Drew Brees sat back there, hit one read, two read, three reads. Russ likes to take off a little bit. Yeah. But Russ was hurt last year. I don't. Know, why do people not talk about it? Well, they hurt his he, hamstring in week five. Because he kept playing. Yeah, but he wasn't, he wasn't himself. I know, but it's like if you're out there, you know, like even with Patrick Mahomes who's playing on an ankle sprain, on a high yeah. ankle sprain, like, we give him a little bit of a pass because he's, like, gutting through an injury right now. But in the regular season, generally, I don't think mm. we're kind of like, hey, if you're good enough to be out there, then we expect you to play well. And add on top of it, Russ's contract. Like, you're right about yeah. those people who are injured. who have, They have to come back and play well. Yeah. You know, like, it's not a choice. Like, you're talking about Javante Williams coming back off of an ACL. He's got to play well. 
because they don't have, a, I don't think they have a ton of cap space and Russ has taken every dollar, you know, as much as he can. Yeah. I mean, so, last year, last year when Melvin Gordon had to play and got fumbleitis, it was a huge, terrible. huge problem. Killed cost him. him two games for sure. And even when he was in the game, he was so scared of fumbling that he couldn't get past two yards. Okay. Here's a question. When Sean Payton does his introductory press conference, whenever that's going to be, does he drop Let's Ride? Oh, I don't know. Probably not. I think he might say it. A little Broncos country? I think he might say Broncos country, Let's Ride, but maybe as like a... Mm. It would it would seem like he's making fun of Russ, actually. Broncos country, let's ride. Yeah. I, I, Is Russ... He retired this, right? No, this he, got, he came back when they... Didn't, didn't he come back at the end of the year? Oh, man. Well, I, I know Read he's the got, room, dude. I don't think he's going to do Let's Ride. He might do Spicy? No. Spicy? Don't do this. Subway ran from that. Free <laughs> plug. Um, but uh, did you see the story that, you know, Sean Payton wore his orange tie on Sunday? Oh, on Fox? Yes. Oh, it was a little Easter egg for everybody? Yes. I did not notice it at all. Oh, kind of lame. <laughs> but, totally lame, but it, it could it could lead to a let's ride. <laughs> I think they need a whole new slogan. They need a whole new everything. They got to like Kyrie Irving burn sage in the building. You know, get all last yeah. year out of here. I think all you have to do is hire a new coach. <laughs> That's effectively that. the same thing. I would also clean out a bunch of players and bring in a bunch of new players. I know you can't really do that with a cap, yeah. but there was a obviously a loser mentality in Denver under Hackett. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he gave them much to to feel like. I don't think he made them think they could win. No, but uh, yeah, I, and I like that I added Mike Thomas to their roster. You, yeah. You're welcome, Denver fans. <laughs> yeah. Easy I, enough. No, they're going to be like, thanks for nothing. That's literally what Mike Thomas has given you over the last four years. I have years. a theory nothing. that he's actually perfectly healthy and is, for other reasons is not playing New Orleans. Can you imagine how great that would be for Russell Wilson? That's 20 points higher in passer rating if Mike Thomas is healthy <laughs> in there. I, I know. I think the Saints were ho- kind of hoping that maybe he'd be a bit more of a thing this year. They have a lave now. Yeah, no, it's going to be, he's going to be great in Denver. And Taysom Hill, man, he's going to throw the ball 70 yards in that altitude, Maggie. <laughs> Watch out. It's That's all wrong. coming together. I mean, obviously I'm an Eagles fan first, but I think I have to wear orange at the beginning of next season. Wow. Oh. <laughs> I know, Stu's Raiders. But then again, if Rodgers goes to the Raiders, I'm also wearing black because I want in on that party. <laughs> You're whatever bandwagon you can get to first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, who who doesn't want to be a Raiders with Rodgers? That would be the coolest team in the world. Yeah, so apparently Rodgers is at Pebble Beach, and he did have something to say. We're going to have to get to that on the other side of this break. Um, you want to weigh in on Perloff's multi-point multi-point presentation yeah, on, why, on why the you can you said two more times three more times you said yeah, two yeah. more things three more times <laughs> well, i was so things. proud of myself that i got to 10 that i just couldn't stop <laughs> it was impressive and now if they don't do it man what a disappointment they're going to do it he's he's going to have a winning record there don't you feel like he's 10 I th- wins I think at they're least gonna, they're going to get the new coach bump totally Totally. This New is going to be like Doug Peterson after Urban Meyer. It was so bad in Jacksonville. And then Jacksonville spent this, like half a uh, billion dollars. But he's. this is going to be even bigger than that. This is a perfect analogy. They're Jacksonville on steroids. Yeah. Although I'd rather have Trevor Lawrence than Russell Wilson. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, I get your point. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Coming up, uh, Michael Lombardi, host of the Lombardi Line on VSIN. Former general manager makes sense of some of this quarterback 
craziness that's going on in the NFL. Don't move. Hey, by the way, we are streaming right now on youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Of course, we are across the country on our amazing CBS Sports Radio affiliates. We are also on Sirius XM channel 158. We are also on the absolutely free Odyssey app, which you can download right now. A million places, all for you. Maggie and Perloff, don't move. We're back after this. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This NFL postseason, every Western One NFL broadcast streams live for free, all on the road to Super Bowl 57. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com. Via Westwood One station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. All sponsored by AutoZone. Free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Maggie, this Aaron Rodgers news isn't news. What you say on the golf course doesn't count. <laughs> well, it does when there's like uh, thousands of cameras around. <laughs> uh, i get the thoughts of one of our favorite guests, of course, Michael Lombardi. He's hosted the Lombardi line on VSIN. Of course, we're big fans of the GM shuffle around here. Michael, thank you for the time today. How are you? I'm doing great, Maggie. Thank you. No Thank pro- you, Andrew. All's good. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. We're just we're trying to make sense of this quarterback carousel, which is why we wanted to talk with you today. Because if you are the front office of the Green Bay Packers, we're joking around about Aaron Rodgers. Are you trading Aaron Rodgers this offseason? I'm not, but, you know, I'm not sure that it's not headed for a divorce. I mean, it seems that way when you read it, right? It seems like they're, they're kind of like they're, they want to part. I, I think the issue really for me is, is uh, I, I mean, you know, what is Rodgers' mindset? Is he playing a year? Does he want to play three more years? Because to me, that, that factors into the, conver- the trade compensation if you trade them. Like if I were a team like, let's say, the New York Jets, and, and Joe Douglas calls Brian Gutekest and says, look, I, you know, we're interested, but i got to have some assurances that he's going to play three years. Because if I'm going to pay what you're asking me for, how, I'm not renting them for a year. Now, I think that's the sticking point. Now, Mike, how does it actually technically work? I've read that. It almost has to be after June 1st 
to make the money work for Aaron Rodgers. So doesn't that limit his time to learn a new team and a new offense anyway? Well, but you could post the yeah the trade if they waited till June one. But you could post that trade. But look, the way the thing is is obviously he's a smart player and he could certainly learn it and he could certainly get experience and he'd have minicamp and all those things. But the reality of it is, is there's really what's he missing the OTA days, ten days of OTAs and and, and a minicamp, which he's going to have the minicamp anyway. And if you trade it for Aaron Rodgers, you can make all your OTA days in June if you get them. So he's not missing anything. Very you interesting. OT- you don't have to do the OTAs in May. You can do them all in June. You could do for the two weeks in June. You could do OTAs and do all that at one time. How would Aaron Rodgers be in a Josh McDaniels offense, for example? How would Aaron? How I would mean, he do is that? It, is it, are they? I don't really. You know, you obviously know the X's and O's so much more. Of this is that a huge adjustment to go from what oh, he's yeah. had in Green Bay to say Josh McDaniels or a new system it would be in New an York. Adjustment they would have to modify. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing is, as you could see from Brady, let's just take Brady in Tampa. Brady was trained one way how to play the position in the New England system. You know, when he went down to Tampa and it started out, it wasn't the right thing, and then. And then it became a problem, and then eventually they kind of worked it around it. But this year it became a real issue, the way they kind of work the game plan, do all the details, all that. And it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks, right? So it was hard for Brady. It would be hard for Rodgers to leave that system that he's used to and kind of go somewhere else, you know, where he's had such freedom at the line. Not that Brady wouldn't in Josh McDaniel's system. It's just a whole different set of playing. And at what point in your career – do you really want to do that? You know, when, when LaFleur first went to to Green Bay, you know, Rodgers hates turning his back on the formation, on the defense, right? He's not a big believer in, hey, I'm going to fake the outside zone, turn my back, and set up behind the backup tackle. You know, that's not something he's real comfortable doing. It's just a preference. So you kind of have to work around a lot of that stuff. So it's just, look, quarterbacks are not like third basemen. You know, third basemen, they can play in any team. Quarterbacks <laughs> have to be in the right system that fits their skill set, no matter how talented they are. Michael Lombardi is joining us. He's the host of the Lombardi line on VSIN. Well, Packers aren't the only team that has some questions at quarterback. A lot of teams do. Uh, the 49ers are another one. Michael, if, if Brock Purdy is not going to be available for six months, I mean, you're talking baseball analogies. We're all familiar with Tommy John. That rarely ever goes as a straightforward recovery. I mean, what are the 49ers' options at quarterback? You know, that's. I think it's certainly. Look, they just want. They went to the final four with a with a quarter with a. Uh, they went to the final four with a rookie, seventh round pick. And one thing Kyle, I think, does a great job of is understanding what his system needs. You know, accuracy, smarts, guy who played a lot of games. You know, so I would think they have to. It, let's just say Brock Purdy has to have Tommy germ surgery, which we've all seen out there. There's some people that think he needs that. I don't know if that's true or not, but there's some. You know, then he's out for a year. There's no way you can go into the season next year with Trey Lance as your only quarterback. There's just no way. I don't care how many Trey Lance enthusiasts there are in this country and how many people think, you know, there are some people that thought he should be a, a candidate for MVP this year, you know, <laughs> and, and bet that number. I thought that was ridiculous. But the reality here is, They'd have to go get somebody that Kyle fits. Now, remember, we all talk about this all the time. Kyle, before Garoppolo and after Garoppolo, we used to talk about he only wins with Garoppolo. But now he's won with Purdy, right? He didn't win with Kirk Beathard. He didn't win with Nick Mullins. He didn't win with other Brian 
Brian uh, Hoyer. But he has one with him. You know, I mean, I'll, maybe maybe they finally get a Kirk Cousins reunion. Maybe maybe Minnesota decides that they need to get some cap room and trade Kirk Cousins to San Francisco. I'm throwing that out there. But I think they have to be in the market for somebody other than Lance. Kyle Shanahan got an interesting question at his closing press conference yesterday. If if he feels at all responsible for so many quarterbacks getting hurt, is there something systematic in San Francisco that's putting their quarterbacks at risk, or is it just a, ser- a string of bad luck? Well, I mean, look, the play he gets hurt on, right? You know, they're in a they're in a seventy protection, which means the tight end blocks the guy at the end of the line. The Eagles were playing a five down defensive line look, so they covered up the guards. They had another defensive end on one side, and they had Riddick, who they're calling the Sam backer, but he's really a down lineman, right? So they had to tie that in the protection. And if Purdy steps up in the pocket, this is what we call the vertical set in the pocket. This is where quarterbacks really test their courage. They test their awareness, right? And this isn't a lack of courage on Purdy's part, but you have to have pocket awareness. You know the edge is coming around. And if you step and work and climb the pocket, which we talk about in the league all the time, you got to climb the pocket. If you climb the pocket, he gets that throw off. But he kind of thought it was blocked. You got to be able to feel it out of the, out of your eye, and he got hit. And so, look, I don't know how anybody can accuse Kyle's offense of hurting the quarterback more when we just witnessed a league where seventy different players played quarterback. <laughs> I know it's the most of the NFL. So, is it was it Kyle's fault for all seventy getting hurt? Like, I don't understand it. Like, the quarterbacks are the game's hard. It's hard to nobody says anything about Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor lets Joe Burrow get get the crap beat out of him every week. I mean. They're in 5-0 protection all the time, and he's got to get rid of the ball. Like, at some point, you know, you almost you are sitting on your couch saying, hey, Zach, how about blocking? How about helping this guy? Your right tackle can't block anybody. But they keep doing it. Michael Lombardi is our guest. He's the host of the Lombardi line on VSIN, and we're big fans of the GM Shuffle podcast as well. And I heard something, Michael, you said. I only got to listen to a little bit before the show, which is about you thought that Tom Brady – was either going to play in Florida or not play at all because of his family and, uh, you know, he didn't want to be too far away from them. And, you know, Miami was a possibility. We know the Dolphins got docked a first-round pick because they tampered with Brady. You know, are you fully closing the door on Brady in Miami? Because to me, going into the season with Tua having suffered the concussions that he did this offseason feels like a really risky move. I think it really is. I mean, you know, but there's so many Tua fans out there and enthusiasts. And Miami, Miami is so obsessed with proving they did the right thing and not picking Herbert and picking Tua that it, they're just they're just blinded to anything. You know, Tua's going to have a hard time staying healthy. There's a great line by Buddy Ryan: "There's a place in football for the little man. It's just not in front of the big man." And <laughs> that happens. You know, this Bryce Young conversation, and he's going to be the first pick, and people are going to trade the King's ransom to get him. He's 189 pounds soaking wet. We just watched, we just watched 70 quarterbacks play at the quarterback position. It's hard to stay healthy at 189 pounds. You t- I, didn't, I missed the memo that Doug Flutie was back in vogue at the position. <laughs> I didn't get that memo. I, I don't understand it. I know we got got 1,000 draft picks out there that people are telling you, but at some point when you have a little quarterback – and that doesn't move and doesn't work the pocket, Drew Brees did. It's hard. But remember, Drew Brees, the reason he's not a Miami Dolphins because his shoulder was, was, was destroyed and they had to repair it. There was a lot of people who didn't think he was ever going to play football again. All right, Mike, so does this retirement stick for Tom Brady? Does he get a call later in the offseason or next season and get tempted? 
I, I think so. I really do. I think so. I, I think to me, he he's. I think he's done. And I think you know what I said today on the show, and I said this on the podcast. You know, his arm strength didn't get him. His his athleticism didn't get him. His courage didn't get him. His his other body parts didn't break down. What got him was his love of being a father. And as a father in a divorce, as a single father now, he's got to devote time to his children, which is a, is an admirable thing to do. He's played a lot of football. I think he just I think he just basically has to get his life back in order again in terms of his family life and connect as he kind of navigates the terrain here before he even jumps into the TV booth and starts doing games. Michael, last one from me and um, my esteemed colleague here to my left, Andrew Perloff, before you came on, laid out like a 10-point plan for why <laughs> Sean Payton was is like a slam dunk in Denver. We're going to see an immediate boost. He's going to, you know, he's going to be excellent. Their Fix playoff ban. Yeah, the playoff bound, rather. Um, it, w- it was really something. It was like we should have had a PowerPoint in uh-huh. here and, like, you know, turn down the lights. What do you think about Sean Payton and the immediate impact? Well, I think he'll have one. I mean, look, he's a good, he's an outstanding coach. He's got a lot of, and, and, you know, his success, spending time with Parcells really has helped Sean as a coach. Understand how to coach, how to be the head coach of the team, how to, how to be the CEO of the team, how to run it from a three-dimensional standpoint, how it's not subcontracting. So I think there's no doubt that, that he'll make them. They're not a team devoid of talent. They'll be, they'll be, They'll be synthesized, and they will work with alignment in all three phases. Now, whether he can save and salvage Russell Wilson, I don't know. Will he make him look a little bit better? I think Russell's going to have to change how he plays. You know, Russ can't – he's not the chef here. Sean is. Russ ain't cooking. Russ working in the line. And so I think that's going to go. But, look, they traded Bradley Chubb for Sean Payton. You'd make that trade every day. Absolutely. You're right. You're right. I, I didn't think it was too much to give up. It's basically a late first-round pick and a second. We didn't think the compensation for that was overwhelming. I, I think in a, maybe in some ways New Orleans got fleeced on this one. Well, I mean, they got the two next year to 24, but they get a three in 24, too, so they flopped. You know, they moved, they moved picks around. Look, here's the reality that we all have to understand. This is where we make a mistake in sports. You can never overpay for a great coach. Mm. You just look at the coaches that you that won. Gruden, even though the the Bucks overpaid, he didn't last very long. They won a Super Bowl, so they got something out of that deal. But you know, certainly New England didn't overpay for Belichick or the Jets for Parcells or any of that. So I, I think when you pay for good, here's the reality: it happens in all of in sports. When you overpay for good, it kills you. You never overpay for great. There you go. Love it. Thank Michael, you, Mike. Can't tell you how much we appreciate this. Michael Lombardi is the host of the Lombardi line on VSIN and, of course, the GM Shuffle as well. Thank you, Michael. Hope to see you in Phoenix. Thank you. Okay. There you go. Michael Lombardi. I feel better about my Sean Payton yeah, take now. He's right there with you. Can't overpay for greatness. And that's true. But coaching is such a huge thing. I mean, that's why Bill Belichick probably gets oodles of money from the Patriots over the years. Yeah. Belichick is worth more draft picks because he turns your third round pick into a quality player. So, in a way, the coach is like a draft weapon in himself. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, for for certain guys. Guys like him and maybe guys like Peyton who are really involved in the draft. I, I think Kyle Shanahan's offense helps guys develop. I, I think, yeah. uh, you know, Andy Reid is certainly a guy who helps quarterbacks. There's no doubt about it. Sorry, I know Patrick Mahomes is the new GOAT. But <laughs> yeah. Andy Reid certainly plays a role in that. 
855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. All right, something that really made us scratch our head. Uh, And we will play the Aaron Rodgers sound from Pebble Beach for you in just a minute. Him uh, responding to questions about his future. So we'll get to that. Time for a CBS Sports Update. Here's Rich Ackerman. All right, Maggie. Aaron Rodgers never dolls out of Pebble Beach, a tournament that I used to go to every year. Yeah. It was my favorite week of the year. Uh, I beat Jim Nance in his own backyard, it's which was amazing. Best. What a story. Now, Aaron Rodgers is there, which we've heard all week him talking about Pebble Beach, but now is it possible we have some real news coming out of Aaron Rodgers' golf appearance? I mean... You guys can be the judge of it yourselves. Here's Aaron Rodgers stepping up to one of the tees, and you're going to hear the public address announcer talk directly to Rodgers. Hi, Aaron. Hi, Colt. Got any news you want to share with us? Not going to San Fran. (laughs) You look great with a cowboy star on your helmet. Cowboy fans are everywhere. That's Colt Nost, a former PGA golfer, CBS Sports golf analyst, said not going to San Francisco. That's just kind of... Out of yeah, left yeah. field, right? There must be more to this. And especially if Cole is a Cowboys fan, why would Aaron say that? It, he, he didn't say, well, I'll tell you one thing, Cole, I'm not going to end up in Jacksonville or something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why Why did he pull that out of the hat? Is there more to it? I don't I don't know. I mean, we've, we've heard a little bit that if the Green Bay Packers were going to trade Rodgers, it was going to be to an AFC team. They were not going to trade him inside the conference. Maybe Aaron wants to go to San Francisco, and the Packers said we're not trading him in conference. Maybe that's what Aaron's referring to. Maybe. Maybe he wanted to go there. He's from near there. So is that a little logical that you'd want to go play closer to home? I, don't, I have no idea. But Well, he went to Cal. He's from Fresno. Isn't he from Fresno? So, no, he's from... Oh, he's from up north. You're yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Not Fresno. He's, uh, I don't know where. It's its escaping me right now. Chico? Chico. Chico, California. I don't know if you remember this, but he was furious on draft day when the 49ers passed on him and went with Alex Smith instead. And he even said something like, they're going to eat their words or like, they're going to they're gonna regret this mistake, which I'm sure they did. Obviously. Maybe there's like something stewing for the past... 15 years, and Aaron Rodgers was like, I hate the 49ers. I would never play for them. Well, we always thought there was you know, a theory that he always held it against Mike McCarthy because McCarthy was the offensive coordinator for the 49ers at the time, passed on him for Alex Smith. And, you know, guys like Rodgers, Brady, like these are Michael Jordan. These guys have long memories, hold grudges, you know, use it as fuel. Michael Jordan holds grudges? <laughs> yeah, yeah, wild, right? I mean, he invited a high school coach that cut him <laughs> from the varsity team to his Hall of Fame speech. Wouldn't um wouldn't his quote have made a lot more sense if he was addressing a 49ers fan? Say it was like Paul Rudd of the Chiefs. What this makes no sense to me why he said this to this guy as if that guy was expecting him to weigh in on San Francisco. It, it, it's like it feels like it was an inside joke or something yes. that none of us are in on. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I don't get it, but maybe we can take this as 49ers are out. I didn't think the 49ers were in, but now they're out. <laughs> By the way, so we play Lake and Bake for the LeBron James is about to pass Kareem's record, and we don't do the the WTF oh, Aaron Rodgers. We're, we're, we're slipping. We're slipping. Yeah, I mean, this is classic Aaron Rodgers offseason. Throwing out little lines here and there to stay at the top of the news cycle. All right, we'll get this it to This is you. what Aaron Rodgers does. <laughs> what the f*** is Aaron Rodgers up to today? Yeah. Feels on, so much better now. He's on hole five, <laughs> killing rumors. <laughs> Yep, Aaron Rodgers. Today, no more San Fran. Didn't know they were in it, but they're out.
Yeah, it's funny. We, we've talked a lot about Aaron Rodgers' future. We've talked a lot about the Niners' quarterback position. We haven't put the, them together. But you have a great point that probably the Packers would, would not want to trade him there. I don't think so. We also have another report uh, coming from Pro Football Network. Yes. Yeah, PFN. PFN saying uh, from Tony Pauline saying that Joe Douglas has made it known in league circles that he is going to move heaven and earth to get Aaron Rodgers. And he better. Because he whiffed so bad on Zach Wilson that he's got to do something to try to make this right. And I imagine, you know, as Samter knows, because he's a big Jets fan, I would describe Woody Johnson, the owner of the Jets, as mm, someone who is uh, involved, medals even. And he was away because he was the ambassador to the UK when Trump was president. But now he's back. And I think this is a directive like, you've got to get me a star. Uh-oh. Yeah. You know what happens when the owners start making yeah. directives. I, th- I thought we were headed for a little WFAN New York Maggie. And you know how <laughs> New York audiences will be. Yeah, I, I wonder uh, if... I'm getting back to that Aaron Rodgers will he fit in New York thing. I think he'll, he'll be fine. But come on. I can make that report that Joe Douglas is all over Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. Of course he is, right? You, well, you, you better you, be. I mean, you Aaron, what are you doing? No-brainer. Who's their quarterback? Who starts a quarterback next year? I have no idea. I mean, they have to have somebody under center, right? They brought Nathaniel Hackett in as the offensive coordinator. I mean, clearly they're making a play. Yeah, I hope it doesn't end up like Denver where they get the wrong fit. Well, if we know anything about the Jets, I'm sure. I mean, they might still have Mike White. Who knows? Yeah, I I mean, his ribs will heal. Well, his ribs will heal, pardon me. Yeah, I could go with Mike White if I had to. How about Joe Douglas calling his old Baltimore Ravens friends and getting Tyler Lamar Jackson? I'm all about that. Footballer. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Snoop Huntley would be a major upgrade. No. Dude, I would be a major upgrade. Over Zach Wilson? Definitely. I mean, not over Mike White, though. They're basically the same, aren't they? Mm. Maybe Mike White's a little better. Huntley's not. Different. Huntley's been a bit of a letdown. Come on. you. No, by the way, Sabre, Lamar Jackson and the Jets, I thought everybody was dying to get Lamar Jackson. Oh, I would love him. Lamar Jackson or Aaron, well, Aaron Rodgers, I hate him, but I, I would I would take Aaron Rodgers in a heartbeat. But Lamar Jackson Who would you guy. rather have of those two? Lamar Jackson, I've got for six or seven years. Uh, but man, doesn't stay healthy though. I mean, outside of this year, he's been pretty healthy. And last year, well, I guess he was sick last year, yeah, right? He missed COVID, a lot of games, and, and yeah. he, he's missed a game here or there. But so was Rodgers. Rodgers missed a ton of time. Has he? Well, he's pretty durable. Not lately. He's, no, maybe not. Not the last three years. He but broke like his over collarbone his career, a couple a couple years ago. Yeah, but over his career, he has. I mean, let's face it. This is Jets' choices are both pretty good for the Jets. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> either one. Derek Carr too. Even if he can't play in the bad weather, who cares? David is in Michigan. Wants to weigh in on Aaron Rodgers. What's up, David? How are you? Hello. Can you hear me? All right. We can hear you perfect. All right. Wonderful. Aaron Rodgers. Does he really belong anywhere other than Green Bay? Really. I think we're about to find out. <laughs> about him, yeah, we we're gonna find out. He's either gonna be in Green Bay or retiring. Like, yep. what is he gonna do? Is he gonna the idea of going to the Jets? Seriously, is he gonna follow in Brett Favre's footsteps? Well, work for Favre. Favre made an NFC title game in Minnesota. Tom Brady uh, made the I, Super I get Bowl. That, but I mean, literally, he despised being behind Brett Favre. And he's already morphed into pure Brett Favre. He's already <laughs> been farvering it up all over the place. Oh, that's that a the verb thing now? that he has control of right now is to not do it. 
to not do it. He's but not it, going would that, to the Jets. Hold on, though, he's David. Is that a little Bay cut off your retire? Well, first, I don't, I don't know if he'll retire the same year that Brady will. But the other thing is, is that a little cut off your nose to spite your face, right? Nobody is left from the Favre era. Oh, is that true? Woody Johnson, obviously, the owner is. I don't know if any executives are left from there. There might be a few. But anyway, it's a totally different team, totally different circumstance. If if this team is kind of like ready to win, don't you think it's Rodgers shouldn't cut himself off from the Jets just because Favre went there? No, I think it would be a great fit. Oh, okay, you do. I think it would be a great fit, but look at his attitude. Like, <laughs> look at Aaron Rodgers for what he is. Like, there's nothing ever comes out of his mouth. He never says anything for anybody. Nobody has nothing to work with. It's all this, just keep talking about me. It's not, I'm not saying that's his intention, but good Lord, it just works out that way. <laughs> Everything he says is just, oh, keep him thinking, keep him wondering, keep him, just, it's so boring. Every year, I am so proud of Tom Brady, possibly, at the beginning of next season. I can't say anything yet. Yeah. If he stays retired. retired. All right. Well, David, you're just sick of it, right? I get it. You're it's not even just sick of it. Like, Tom Brady, at least we have something to go by. He's done a ton of stuff. He's he's graced the NFL with just, I mean, th- that's going to be a story they're talking about 25 years from now, 50 years from now, Tom Brady. But Aaron Rodgers, oh, my goodness, he's got one Super Bowl. He is an unbelievable quarterback, but he's like, the past four or five years, he's turned into something that nobody wants to know about. Like, it's just so boring. Man, David, coming in strong with the with the takes. Um, yeah. By the way, I don't. I, think, I disagree. Yeah. I do. I think that Rodgers, even though he only won one Super Bowl, I think his like greatness as a quarterback is going to live on for quite a while. Oh yeah, I I kind of think he is following a far trajectory, and the Jets have nothing to do with it. It's, is Aaron Rodgers want to avoid being a flip flop between retirement? and playing, and does he care about going to another team and breaking off his ties to Green Bay? And I think he's absolutely like Favre. I think he has no loyalty to Packers right now, and I think he doesn't know what he's talking about with retirement. I think he's going to fake retire three or four times. (laughs) Yeah, buckle up, David. We haven't seen nothing yet. I I think the other part, too, is Michael Lombardi had a good point, which is, am I trading for a year, though, of Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Because... If so, then I don't know if I do I want to trade two first round picks and I'm taking on sixty million dollars. Like how steep is this gonna get here? So be if one first round in a second. That'll okay, be fine. But I don't know if they're looking for two first round picks, maybe for a desperate team and the sixty million that I'm just doing for one year. They just had Devontae Adams, arguably the best wide receiver in the game, away for one first round pick. No, a twenty something pick. I know, and then they paid him, but like, and I would even argue Adams is more valuable because he's younger and has a future. Rogers is a one year rental. The only thing is, is you're going to a new, new ish system. I know there's elements maybe of what Hackett does is what Lafleur does, but if you're going to a new, newish system, you're going for an all in win now one year situation. Like, if that's what we think it is, or do you think Rogers is going to play for three more years? Uh, I don't know, but it it feels no. I think it could be a one year. One or two year thing for sure, and I mean, obviously, Rogers knows Hackett's offense just as well as he knows Lafleur's. He probably likes Hackett's offense. Well, was, did Hackett come with Lafleur, or was Hackett there with McCarthy? I thought that Hackett was there with McCarthy. No, uh, no Hackett was definitely no, he was there, there with, with Lafleur because he wasn't calling plays. Well, yeah, I mean, he was there last. He yeah, was there but two the, years that ago. That familiarity will be perfect. You're right, but it's right. still like, yeah. So no, n- nothing about a new system, new pieces. Yeah, I'd be shocked if they had to give a. Two real first round. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but Tyree Kill and Devontae Adams go for one first rounder. I was surprised they were so easy to pry away. Why is Aaron Rodgers going to go for so much more? 
Is he a quarterback? Yeah. What did Stafford go for? Uh, Jared Goff and how many first rounders? Was that? How's our research department looking over there? <laughs> was it one Can we get first it rounder? Before the end of the show. Two first rounders for Stafford. Well, okay, then maybe you're going to get two first rounders <laughs> I mean, for Aaron Rodgers. I, I think you are. By the way, did anyone notice when the TV started blaring in here in the studio? No? I don't think that picked up on our mics. I'm oh, hoping. good. Okay. All of a sudden, the ghost that lives in the studio decided creepy. to just turn the TVs Ooh. on full blast. Yeah, that was Kendrick Perkins in my ear. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. I'm <laughs> really glad perk. you guys got uh, spared that one. Okay, fun. Thank you to Michael Lombardi. Thank you to TJ Watt. Thank you to Mike Samter, Stu Kovacs. Thank you to the Weedos and the Purple Drinkers in the chat. We will see you tomorrow to close out the week strong. Have a good night, everyone. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.